Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is episode 74. Titane, Titane, Titan, Titoon, Titane. <laughs> so I've got one of them, one of them there. So uh 2021 Titane. So we're going to have a chat about that in a bit. Um, what have we been up to this week? And uh, by the way, we have with us Ewan. Yeah, hello. And Larry. Hello, hello. Jess is back. <laughs> back again. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Like, I didn't yeah. think you were going to do it. But yeah. So yeah, we're we're all we're all here tonight. Um, Jess is in a new place, so she's been busily moving for the last couple of weeks. So it's good to have you back, Jess. Um, yes. This week, today, right? To, let's talk about today. Today, I went out playing crazy golf. In Southampton, you know what crazy golf is for our American yeah. listeners. Um, oh no, yeah, it's, like, it's, <laughs> like, it's like <laughs> golf, but crazy. That's how <laughs> I would say. And I won actually out of five people, so I was, you know, I was very proud to win. Um, and then went out for a beer or two and uh, just got back recently. Um, didn't watch too many films this week, uh, I'm not sure why, but no, yeah, I didn't watch too much. So, you and We've been up to. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I I did go to this um, on Tuesday night. The the South Bank Centre in London was holding this um, event for uh, Ukraine. Essentially, it was called um, Slava Ukraini. Um, it, it it was a really interesting. It was it's basically a night of sort of like classical music from Ukraine and sort of poetry from Ukrainian authors and stuff like that. And there were readings by like. Um, uh, ben Wishaw and Jonathan Price and Maisie Williams actually was there as well, um, and it was what it was. I, I don't want to start on a you know a dark note at all on this on this podcast, but it was a very um, it was a very moving evening. Um, so I did that on Tuesday. I, the rest of the week was mainly watching um, uh, like spontaneously because sometimes in my, in my job you just have to do you're told to do things like suddenly and um i had to watch all eight episodes of uh, we crashed which i'll probably talk about later okay it's about the um the people in charge of we work which is like a workspace um company um with and it stars uh, jared leto and uh Anne hathaway it's quite good but um so yeah so i had to just uh quickly watch all those uh this week and review it um and yeah that's that's my week really larry just the same same old (laughs) same old literally it's the same filming taking a break watching a film i didn't watch too much i was quite the same though this week i didn't watch too much um um i did re-watch one of the back of the like one of the back to the futures where in i think it's the third one where there's a scene in it where they're all on the train and saying goodbye to Doc and his new wife and the kids. And then I never realized properly how prominent there is of this kid in that scene who just gets the camera guy on film and asks him to come in closer and then points straight to his dick. So I was like, what? <laughs> I, didn't I, was, know, I, I didn't know that. If you, if you just search it on uh, YouTube, it will come up. It's just that whole scene at the end where they're saying goodbye. And this, this kid's just hilarious. I don't know why he does it, but it really made me chuckle. That. That, that, might, was that, might, that, that might make that ending better then. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> just look out for it. Yeah. It's really funny. That was about it. That was about it. Jess, what have you been doing the last few weeks? Uh, moving and <laughs> organising, working. Um, 
I did go to Gunwolf Keys yesterday for a wander around. Nice. Uh, and then we went and just chilled in the park with some friends today. So. Yeah. Take it easy. Yeah, it's been really nice weather as well, hasn't it, for once? This last few days. Uh, it's been lovely. Mm. Shall we move on to uh, chat about to tame? It is to tame. So it's 2021, 108 minutes long. I watched it on movie. Um, I think that's part of my... I think I had to pay for it for the mm. first month through uh, iTunes or Apple. Um, what was the other film that we watched on there? Uh, Nam. Yeah, so we watched Lamb and then I watched that one and I was like, great, this needs to be a a, a main feature. So, uh, all right, Dan, how you doing? It's Saturday, it's party night. Um, a confusion. Woo. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you on here, Dan. You, you could come on if you want one day. Be good. Get the Swedish chef on here. So, <laughs> now, what was I saying? So, it's directed by... Julia Ducanu, come on! Yeah, again, me. that's another pronunciation which I'm not into. I, I, I mean, I, I pronounce it Ducanal, but I Ducanal, um, but I might be wrong. <laughs> Do I would say Ducanu? Does that sound more French? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Ducanu. <laughs> um, Agfa Roussel is Alexia or Adrian, and Vincent Linden <laughs> played Vincent. Had a box office of $4.6 million. Um, I don't know how much it cost to make this, but I would have thought a fair bit. Yeah, it looks, looks, it, yeah. it looked expensive to me. Mm. Um, Rotten Smart is what we're thinking. Maybe in the 70s. I think it's going to be lower. Really? I actually think it's going to be lower. I think it's going to be in the 60s. Mm. I, I don't know, actually. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'd say around about there. Um, Jess, I don't know what to do about that. Jess is having issues putting some stuff on the screen, and I don't know <laughs> what I can do. Um, not, I think it's because I'm not logged in the thing, um, so it's not letting me. It's letting me. I can screen, add you to the I stream, switch. but it, switch if it I then. add you like that. You're gonna to have to do something. Yeah. Oh blimey! Uh, I'm not oh. used. To, I'm not used to dark mode. I was thinking that okay. was something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, listeners, <laughs> we have an issue at the moment, but not to worry because we love to nice. show trailers and things, but we can't unless Jess so, sort it out. Show that on the stream just halfway. Through. <laughs> well, I can have it there. You'll just have to switch it. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic um, drum how about, beat. How about now, Jess? <laughs> have a go at that. So anyway, I've written down some pointers for this film. So basically, normally I like talk about what this film's about. Now, to me, it's about a girl who was in an accident when she was younger, in a car accident. She was very annoying. I actually thought it was the first time I watched it, I thought it was a boy at first mm. in the car, just being annoying. And her dad turns around to tell her off, and they have an accident. Now, the little girl ends up in hospital with half a... Well, she has to have her head repaired with titanium. Is that right? Some kind yep. of metal. And then she has a fondness <laughs> for uh, metal objects. Am I right? Well, As yeah. In cars, I mean, cars, cars, yeah, yeah. mainly. Um, so in it, when she's an adult, she is a dancer, I, I presume, at car shows or something like that. Mm. And she is very good at dancing. I enjoyed the dancing. 
and a lot of other people enjoyed the dancing and would come and watch her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give spoilers anyway to this. So she she one of her uh, someone who really likes her, like a follower, asks for an autograph and things, and 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 she decides to kill him basically. But it seems that she's done this before, which she has. So it goes from there, really, and we're we're get into it. But it's the story of what happens to Alexa. Was that her name? Alexia, Alexia I think. Alexia. Yeah. Alexia. Um, so what actually happens? And yeah, I've got some bullet points, including nipples, motor oil leakage, <laughs> um, nose, inject, <laughs> injecting roids, metal yeah. tummy, machine baby. <laughs> Oil coming from boobs and serial killer. There, there are my bullet points to talk about. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Jess, you're going to be spot. amazed by what we're about to tell you. Uh, have you not seen it, Jess? Yeah, I was going to say. She's not seen it. Oh. oh I explained this film to a, a friend okay. I had come around earlier. I'd just mm-hmm. been out playing crazy golf with him, and I explained the film we were going to watch, and he was. You know, it sounded more and more ridiculous the more I spoke about it. Um, <laughs> and I don't know how much of it is down to interpretation or is <laughs> real. To me, it all seemed real. I couldn't tell you with this one. I actually thought I put the wrong film on, to be honest, when I started <laughs> it. I like, you, had I, you not watched I, it before? Because I thought you had. I honestly, I was like, right, I'll pop it back on. Uh, I watched it through, like, obviously, for Internet Plus. Great subscription. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I Water when it started, when it started, I was a bit like, "Have I got the right film on?" Because I didn't remember it, and I was like, "Well, all right, let's double, you know, double check." And yeah, it was, it was, it was really, it was good. It was surprising. I just, yeah, it was just a, it's just, it's just an odd, but then. Once you get past that point, I think it's done very well. And I think actually, I think the for me personally, I think the film took a really nice little turn because I it could have easily delved into something where it was just about a girl having sex with cars, but yes. it actually had quite <laughs> quite is. a lot of depth to it with the end and like with you know the, the actual story. And it reminded me a little bit of Martyrs. Uh a yeah. little bit, like in tones, not not in fully of where it goes but yeah i again i i'm i believe i have but it so, was just odd when i started it. i just thought it was the wrong film Jess, <laughs> basically she does you know with cars but also gets <laughs> but also gets pregnant by yes. a car yeah yeah. <laughs> so there's this whole scene we think, we think yeah i mean there's yeah. this whole scene where she's basically she I mean, it's quite ambiguous whether it's like a dream or whether because it's it's told in quite a dreamlike atmosphere, at least the scene I think of where she's in the shower and she walks outside to this um, Cadillac, which she was um, dancing. Yeah, (laughs) which she was dancing in front of in front of people before Um, and she gets inside and uh, it's not it's not clear how she has sex with the car. She's just in the she's in the back seat and she's like she's like hanging on to the seat belts and mm. she like she is somehow fucking the car yeah. um and then she uh realizes that she's uh pregnant with a sort of 
a car gets, baby situation. Yeah. She gets a bit chubbier. Um, she does have oil leaking from places. Metal kind of coming out, like stuck in between the skin. Mm. It's lovely. Although preceding that, I mean, it, it, it's funny because she, yeah, she has sex with the car. Um, and then she has a kind of a date with one of her dancers um, who's actually played by... I can't remember her name now, but she was she was the main character in in Raw, which was um, Julia Ducanelli. Yes, she's yeah, it was, it was. Yeah. Um, I and she's not actually in it for very long because uh, they end up going back to her place, which has a few people in it, and the main character Alexia ends up just slaughtering everyone. Um, it, it's it's quite it's quite an interesting flip because um, it's sort of like they're just talking. And then Alexia decides to kill this girl with um, her, her, her hair, her, sorry, her hairpin, mm. um, which is like her sort of almost like a trademark weapon she has. She also used it against the guy who followed her um, to get her autograph. Who also sort of like sexually assaulted her in, in her car. And the, and the first the first killing is like straight through the ear, and then it's sort of like he spasms, and, and that's sort of a similar case with. Um, all the murders in the house, but I, <laughs> but it's a sort of, I mean, it's it's a, it's it's, a, a, it, it depends. Sometimes the reactions depend on who you are, and I, I watched all of that scene, uh, both grossed out and finding it hilarious at once because the because mm. the sort of the deaths are so ridiculous. Um, I mean, there's one point where she gets like, um, I think it's a. The, the leg of a chair or a stool and just drives it through this guy's mouth and just then sits on it. They're sort of like ludicrous death scenes, but they're also very funny and very sort of well-coordinated. Um, mm. I remember watching it at the, the first time. It was at the the London Film Festival at the BFI South Bank. And it was one of those films where you had to queue for about an hour because it just won the Palm Door at Cannes. And so every critic was just wanting to cover it. Um, and so... Uh, but watching watching it, I, this is the sort of film that I, I think is best watched with an audience. Um, uh, and I don't say that for every film because you get the sort of the variety of reactions from like, <laughs> especially that scene. Um, and then it's sort of um, it's interesting because I think that's the most violent it goes. Um, and then it goes into this because there's this father played by Vincent Linden, as you said, who has a missing child and. Alexi, Alexia decides to sort of fashion herself into um, a man, essentially, or, or pretend to be a man um, uh, in order to, and then pretends to be this man's long lost son and then gets embraced into this family. Um, and it's quite an interesting, <laughs> it's quite an interesting dynamic because it sort of like talks about, I mean, I read like an interview with Durkanow and, and she said things like um, how it's, not not politically to speak but it's sort of like that sort of aspect of gender fluidity to to the film where it's like she's not it's almost like alexia isn't like either it's kind of like a non-binary thing where she's not not really a woman not neither a man and she's not really she feels comfortable in both in both genders in 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 some ways and i i quite i quite like that um aspect of it like you know, there are moments where I mean, as you said, Kev, you 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 mistake you mistook um, the character for a boy at first, and I think yeah, that yeah. 
I think that's Definitely. intentional. I, I think that mm. the whole the whole point is to, so you, you're not entirely sure. And I think Dirk and I was commenting on all these, like uh, like what society considers uh, men a, and women to be. I had a Bubba mm. Duke feel from that little boy, little girl mm. at the beginning. Mm. Although you the kid in the Bubba Duke was way more annoying, I thought. <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you imagine you you were driving along and you were child in the back going, God, yeah. Again, again, it supports my oh, idea of not having to. Yeah. <laughs> probably going on for yeah. four hours as well. <laughs> yeah, it goes. Went, turns the it goes, radio up. It goes quite well though with the ending of the film, like how the film gets summarized towards its third act of this. Uh, the character basically like not feeling accepted by her own almost like parents, mm. uh, and so then towards the end of being in this whole new life of pretending to be somebody else that obviously not i think it works quite well that they both characters in the end kind of know obviously that the other is not what they say at these points but yeah it's still acceptable where i think as an audience member you're just like thankful of like oh this 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 works mm. weirdly like this works like and, and it's you know even uh i forget if it's the wife or or if it's just uh sister of the main guy but when she basically says like i don't you know i don't know who you are but she's like just look after him though because he needs it it's like you know just that's the main thing keep an eye on him and it's that that thing i don't know that's for me where it took a very nice turn where i thought it could have gone down a route where it was just having sex with cars and (laughs) you know like really some some messed messed up sort of vibes I was mm. thinking, you know the way I think. Um, she she's pregnant, and so she's strapping herself up so she doesn't show that she's a woman or pregnant in any way. Um, but when the baby's born, it's a bit, it's a bit metally, isn't it? A bit, bit. It looks like a robot baby or, or something. Um, but then I'm wondering: is, is are there other robot babies in the world or car babies? <laughs> How do these ca- car human things look like? And I think was this the first? Yeah. Was it not? Is it all down to interpretation? I, I think what, that what part is, the, is. You know, yeah. out, out of all of the whole film, I think that part is very much the part where it's like I, I feel start like thinking that's of. A, other films and like yeah like maybe a planet of the apes thing coming on where there's these car babies like transformers or you know it's, it's all take over the world <laughs> yeah and that's that's the way i'll start thinking i've got to stop thinking like that really haven't i um no, so... I mean, it's, but, it, but it's quite interesting I mean, it's quite interesting that we that we're doing this after after lamb in particular yeah which has a i mean obviously mm. cars Always... aren't living beings but it's, it's a similar kind of melding between sort of um a sort of human and a different thing and i, th- I think also jerkin was inspired by like sort of greek mythology oh, and, stuff and stuff like that so, so we're going of... to end up with half car half kebab coming out too. <laughs> <laughs> stories i would love that actually yeah i mean yeah. <laughs> kebab on wheels yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I love Lamb, by the way. What a great film. I need to own it. Um, I was surprised as well because I really didn't think. My mum and dad are watching it this week. I really didn't think when we were when we picked that, I really didn't think that that would be one that you'd like. I really when I watched that, I was like the ending. This is gonna be an interesting one to talk about. But yeah, it's 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 great. I I thoroughly enjoyed but like I think this as well kind of lends itself to 
to that. And I think that part in this film um, with the baby and the whole, you know, metal and is it a car baby? I think that's the one part that kind of it um, has the most fun with of like, or what's going on and can be left to interpretation. Whereas I think all the other parts in the film not they can all be interpreted differently but i think it is very straightforward in that like this is that kind of plot this is the story these are the characters which is i think quite good because it lets you kind of have fun with the premise of what's going on with the whole baby and why is it done that it looked like a baby mm. yeah yeah it has like a metal like a, back yeah metal spine yeah 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 i don't know how that would that baby would kind of grow up <laughs> Whether it, later on it would, would develop wheels it's, gonna, it's, it's an origin X-Men. story for a new superhero. Yeah, I was going to say it's going to become an X Men. It's Wolverine. Yeah, 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 that yeah, could yeah. be. Yeah, that could well be Wolverine. <laughs> it could. <coughs> oh, I don't know. Just like you need to watch it. It's it's a really interesting. There's some great music in it. As I said before, that um, I, Future Islands has got a song and film called Lighthouse. That is amazing. Actually, I been playing that album a lot ever since well, i think the album's about six or seven years old but ever since i've watched the film and playing it a lot and it's an amazing album um yeah there's just some great musical scenes in it the one at the beginning obviously where she's mm-hmm. dancing on the cars and then the one where she's a guy and she starts i suppose she goes back because she's with a load of guys who are dancing to like techno or euro rave music anyway and then she they put a song on for her for him, they think it's a him, don't they? She's dancing mm. on top of a fire engine, but like she used to dance like a woman, yeah. You know, yeah. well, it's a, it's a very interesting scene that because there's, yeah. a, there's also, I mean, I, I think one of the key parts of that, of that turning point where, um, where, um, Alexia essentially pretends to be a man or, well, you know, whatever you want to call it, um. Uh, and it kind of clashes with it almost clashes with the um the sort of the the father's sense of um, yeah. masculinity in himself he's like a very sort of built up and he injects like i don't know what they Roy. are they're like on the roids or, yeah 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 into his ass and in order to <laughs> and he's aging he's clearly scared about aging and losing a lot of his strength because he's a firefighter um and that scene where um he's also trying to raise um um alexia slash adrian um into more of a man essentially and so he like he like sort of tries to sort of smack him and punch him and trying to make him tougher and or her, her tougher and stuff like that um and that it sort of culminates in this scene because all the all these firefighters are men and they're all very sort of hyper masculine in a weird way they just sort of like want to show their metal and during this like dancing scene where they're all sort of dancing around each other um uh alexia slash adrian gets up on the fire truck and do, does the same dancing that she actually did um at the at the car show and it's a very it's a really interesting scene because it's sort of like it kind of reminds you of how so- sometimes these like divisions between men and women or, or perceptions of men and women can exist and you get you see all the men looking really uncomfortable just because mm. this um th- who they think is a guy is 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 um dancing in a sort of you know sort of st- a, a way in which like uh an exotic w- female dancer would dance and it's quite it kind it kind of like <clears throat> it dr- drives a knife through like mm. those kind of perceptions she, jess you got this 
attractive female who by the end of this movie after she busts her own face up and i mean there is i've watched it twice and there's a scene where she breaks her nose that i can't yeah. watch no it's awful it's like it's, it's full on She's it's on the edge on, of a table on. that yeah. kind of thing jess so and her nose is bent up proper like black eyes it's it's very hard to watch. I haven't actually watched the scene still because I can't do it. I had to look away. It's because it lingers as well. She does yeah. it and you see it all, and then she just kind of stares oh. at herself in the mirror and starts like laughing. And it's yeah. just the, the 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 special effects of the nose are just like <laughs> she's wallied <laughs> wallied her nose. But it, what I find what I found interesting about the film as well is that um, it goes into that old like there were like. God knows where this was. I think it might have just been on YouTube, but there are documentaries of people who obviously do have sex with quite uh uh from that yeah, like just that. just yeah, just kind of like different object. And I know there's this there's this one guy there's a documentary on who did have sex, who had like did have an emotional relationship with his car. So um yeah, just interesting. It, it, I guess it can, it can it, be it, done. It, it, yeah, yeah. I mean it's a <laughs> Yeah. In, 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 uh, there's been a common thing in movies for some reason I think it's more in sort of um, in European cinema at the moment there was also a film that came out I, th I think last year called Jumbo I haven't seen it but it's a film about a woman who falls in love with a roller coaster um, oh wow is that, is, that the real, is that the real real story that I, one, I, I, that I, I, well I think it's inspired by a real story yeah I, I was going to say it's, there it's, is a real story yeah that, yeah like... Um, and you know there, there are loads of examples of you know mm. women or you know men and women falling in love with like planes and um, I think there was one case of a woman falling in love with a wall and it's just oh, you know yeah. I think it's like objectophilia I think that's what it's called. yeah um, and and it's and, and it's an interesting thing with with cars in particular because again I haven't seen the film but there was the David Cronenberg film Crash um, which is based based off the J.G. Ballard um, book which is about people who get off on car crashes. Um, and it's that oh, wow. I, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's um. Again, I, I, I didn't really like the book, but apparently the film's really good. Um, and it's David Cronenberg, so of course it's going to be weird and dark and uncomfortable. But it's um. But I think a lot of this film takes from from that film as well, that kind of sexual relationship to cars. And I think, in 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 some spaces, cars are seen as as erotic objects. Um, mm. uh, I again, it's not something I've I've thoroughly researched, but it's um. It's an interesting uh uh phenomenon especially when you sort of especially in that opening scene i think it, it's um it, it it's a very uh in some ways it's quite an uncomfortable first scene because you've got um women and cars essentially put um you know side by side with each other you know in, 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 in similar in similar fashions as well because you've got <laughs> so dan's just commented not having watched the film is not really helping to understand the story I, I empathize yeah. with that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. it is um, it's 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 it does it, it 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 does make it quite clear as you as you go on like that's that was my big thing with it is that when you could easily take the first half of this film and replace the second half i'm not saying that you should replace the second half but you could and make it a complete that was larry frozen larry is frozen Completely different third direction there he is sorry you froze oh well then. yeah no i know i realized oh you froze oh. again <laughs> <laughs> fix fix okay. you're back you're back now you're back now 
whole thing. You can't read off. Then this will be. But this it was week just part. my collection that was bad. Jesus. <laughs> oh, see, yeah, I was going to say on 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 mine on mine. This is what's weird is that like where you say this, I'm like, oh no, what's happening? But I don't know. Keep going. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> anyway, this film is exactly what we, you know, kind of explained, Dan. Really, that a girl is. Made pregnant by a car. She's also a serial killer. She then gets caught. Kind of the police know who she is, that she's a serial killer. So she changes her identity to that of a lost child. Um, well, not a lost then, child. Well, it, well a, it, a, a, it was a lost child. Yeah. was a lost child. That will be, be less, that will be difficult and to then, convince. And then <laughs> decides, and then meets the father of the kind of lost child and says, I'm your son. Yeah. But she's also pregnant, has a robot child or whatever it is, and dies. Well, yeah? the father, the father figure as well, who takes in, uh, who takes her in, at the beginning doesn't quite like thinks, but wholeheartedly that that's his missing son. Like that's yep, that's it. Or the end of and it. As and much. as yeah, and as it goes on, there's little things like the dancing on the fire truck, the seeing that she's obviously visually pregnant. And he keeps like putting it to the back. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> and also, the dropping of the towel doesn't. You know that kind of gives it away. The breasts. Yeah, um, and I think I, I I think he's kind of that. There's a point where he's sort of almost. Um, I, I think he knows in his heart that it's not true that she's his son, but he he's trying to sort of maintain the fantasy so to speak and so he sort of um wants I... to live in that and i think that's why the last scene is quite interesting because he almost leaves when yeah he sees she's about to give birth and i think that's him sort of thinking oh right i can't i can't live this fantasy anymore yeah and so i yeah. have to sort of acknowledge it and eventually he does help her which i think is quite a, a yeah i think it's quite a lovely ending really but at the end of the day she's still a serial killer and not <laughs> yeah. a, and not a very nice person at all no. at all and i don't know if she before the accident that not very nice person was there mm. or was it caused by the accident i don't know but, i think um, it's but... down down a trouble like i think it's one of those things where after that incident at the beginning which really sets the tone her life drastically takes this huge shift into a direction that i don't think anyone would really her mum and dad were like, okay, though, weren't they? Her dad I think seemed okay. Her dad. I think that it's hinted towards that um, the dad was very heavy on because when the other gentleman who takes her in, thinking obviously it's the son, he the love and kind of care that he shows her is something that at least what I get from it that she's not kind of experienced, so she feels more. I think they are quite distant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she feels that, more settled at, at, with that. That being annoying in the back of a coughing, I've experienced on many, many times with <laughs> yeah. children. And my wife has even been like flashed by a camera for speeding because she's telling the boys to shut up <laughs> and then yeah. gone through a camera and got flashed for it. So, like, but that's the only thing. He, he turned around after he turned the radio up, which I thought was fair enough. You know what I mean? Mm. Drown out the noise. That she starts booting the back of his seat. Um, he turns around though, doesn't he? And tries yeah, to, because he, she's booting his yeah. seat. And no, she undoes his seatbelt. Yeah, she she undoes her seatbelt because she's being. She basically there's like a back and forth. She undoes her seatbelt. She like kind of 
turns around to look out the back window of the car yeah. with no seatbelt. And then the dad, you know, sees that she's doing this and then goes like a 360 in his seat to try and grab her and then quickly tries to grab the wheel, ends up skidding the car. And it's only like the, the main force of the impact is at the back of the car that smashes into concrete, Just, which obviously yeah, gets her. But from a personal thing, yeah, she yeah, is no, not, I she is agree. not a very nice person. Yeah, but that's but that's what's um, interesting to me. What I, rewatching the film because I remember really really liking it when I when I first yeah. watched it. I I think I like it slightly less on the second watch, just because I've realised that there's as you say, Kev. There's no um, sort of well, well, I say no. That there's there's quite little emotional connection that you can sort of develop with these characters yeah. i mean yeah. i i think i think you know you can develop theories about these characters but i think dirk and deliberately to a fault she avoids exposition um uh except in very basic ways so so you know you get the classic newscasts where they sort of announce you know here's a missing child and that's sort of like an easy way to sort of get get it yeah. but other than that there's no there's no real explanation or much explanation about some of the characters history we we um other than you know the opening scene we don't really know much about her um and i think i i i i i I don't. I didn't really like that the second. Time. I think the first time I was just looking for all the shock value, and I liked all the shock value. Um, uh, but here I was like, I was kind of. I don't know that there's there's a sort of. I felt slightly empty because I because I I didn't I, I did empathise with her a bit, her a bit because she's clearly going through a sort of gender dysphoria thing where she's not entirely sure who she is, and you know that's that's um, quite quite. But I I didn't know that much about her and i know that's deliberate i know that's you know that's the whole i it kind of goes with the whole spontaneity of the film in some ways in that you don't really know where it go where it's gonna go and then it settles in this sort of weird place um but other than that i it, it's still i mean it's still good i, I still like yeah, yeah, it it's yeah. just I, I i don't have that i think um, a strong emotional connection to it the, the scene yeah. where she's in the house and you know the nipple girl and <laughs> yeah. and the her friends girl. Mm. that's what kind of when you realized how dark and maybe evil she is because they were nice people weren't they all of them who lived in that mm. house who she killed um and she was relentless about it she didn't have mm. to do what she did um and i don't know what was driving her to kill what was it? Four people, three people. There, there was a few, wasn't there? I think it's um, like distress. I think it's again just goes down to distress. I think it's quite left ambiguous to kind of think what's this person kind of been through since we've seen that first opening. But but that was yeah. a proper serial killer, like yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. You know, it was proper horrible. Um, relentless. You're gonna die. House that Jack built, sort of shit. Yes, mm. in some ways, yeah. Um, but but it's interesting how it's like the first the first murder she does essentially is uh, is to a man who essentially tries to assault her, and um, it's quite interesting that that's the first murder. And I think with everything else that she has, so you know, gender dysphoria, trauma from the um, from the accident she had when she was a kid. I think maybe that maybe that was all sort of building up to this like rampage <laughs> where she just like and again, as you say, it's for no reason. I I, I do wonder. I, I mean, obviously, I, I think you're right. It is left to ambiguity and interpretation. But 
I think also I, I, I think Durkanel likes the shock value in some ways. I think yeah, she likes yeah. the fact that you don't you don't expect that she's <laughs> gonna put a hairpin in front of this in this woman in this woman's face. And, and she re- <laughs> she doesn't look in pain either. When that girl, you know, nipple girl, when yes. she has <laughs> it into her chest, why I say that, and we haven't discussed this, mm. um kind of they have a bit of a kiss and how to explain this. Um yeah. she has a nipple ring. <laughs> And Alexia is pulling the nipple ring quite roughly, and I mean extremely roughly in the end, wasn't with her it? tongue, yeah, <laughs> and pulling it with her teeth, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah teeth yeah. and tongue. Again, that those sorts of close-ups are the ones mm. that are clearly like don't go like you're going to make people feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. The nipple's about that long in the end, isn't it? It's just like, <laughs> it's like, like a cartoon, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like. <sighs> Weird. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> anyway, so Jess, how would you rate this movie? On <laughs> so yeah, she dies in the end. Anyway, giving well, birth. I, from what I've heard, honestly, a ten out of ten. So like, Dan is done. Dan doesn't. He's got an automatic by the sound of it. I think that's what he means by I don't even drive stick anymore. Is that that's quite an American saying, isn't it? <laughs> um <laughs> Yes. Firemen, serial killers, cars, French techno. I'm watching this soon. It's a good idea, Dan. <laughs> oh, Dan, you need to watch it. It's great. It's right up your street, I would have thought. Um it is good. So Jess is saying ten out of ten. I'm gonna give it an eight. I I was I really enjoyed that that and lamb is I feel quite enlightened recently, actually. And then I went and watched House, but I'll talk about that in a bit. Um, yeah, I give it an eight. I, I, I think the music's great. I think the characters are great, all of them. It's quite dark. I don't know. It just it, it, it was just so different to what I normally watch. So, yeah, I loved it. So, eight out of ten for me. Ewan? Nice. Um, I would give it uh, an eight as well. Um, I think I, I think when I watched it the first time, it was a nine, but it's just gone down to an eight for me. Um, I do love all that because she's clearly Julia Durkinow is clearly almost obsessed with how bodies work in some ways and sort of are like relationships to to bodies, different people's bodies or perceptions of bodies and stuff like that. And I really like that aspect of it. I'm not entirely convinced of the structure, so to speak, because I'm, I I suppose I've got a sort of almost conventional mind when it comes to these things where I think when it's like really bloody action, I think you often you should say that to the end. But she sort of twists that again deliberately, I think, where she puts all the bloody action at the start and then goes into this um, quite interesting uh, story with this um, dad who's lost his son, which is considerably less bloody. It's, 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 it's still weird and dark, but there's like a, it's like more, it, it's a more sort of like settled drama in, in some ways compared to the first bit. Um, I'm not entirely sure if that works for me, but. I still found it very interesting and I love the themes that she's trying to cover. Um, and I, and, but, but I am sort of, and I, I, I'm sort of looking forward to a third film. I, I'm, I'm wondering if, cause I, cause I think that I feel similar things about raw as well, where it's sort of, I've not um, seen that. 
Yeah, that's good. Where, good. I, where I, I really enjoyed Raw, but again, it, it didn't it didn't struck that emotional chord with me. I think, um, which is some case, which is why I'm intrigued by what what she does with her third film because I think she might uh, do more with that. But yeah, so eight from me. Right. Mine's not too. Mine's not too dissimilar. Mine's. My, I'd only say a seven, and that's only because um, I think. I think it's a good film and I think it's shot very well and I think that the music's good and the acting's good. I will say it's one of those films that I put into like a little category where it's like you really need to be in the mood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can't just like grab this film off the shelf and just be like, what are we watching? This? Yeah. You have to yeah. really kind of like be in that mindset. But yeah, no, it, it was good. Um, and like I said, I, I prefer Raw, but I think that's only because... I think with that film, I was quite pleasantly surprised to see a cannibal film that was took a very different direction. This isn't the Ed, the Eddie Murphy film, Raw. No. No. Okay. Right. So that's that's done pretty well. We. I've, I don't know if I'll watch this again for a while. Probably not. But it was it was good, and I feel educated. Um, for once, that was good. <laughs> so, shall we move on to Dan's hot pick? <laughs> every time, every time I see the corner of that screen, yes. <laughs> is it just me? Ooh. No. Yeah. I will admit, I couldn't. I'm going to admit right now, and please don't drag me to hell just like okay. Uh, for, but I couldn't find it, so I have not watched I, I, it. So I, I want to be enlightened. Is this that 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 Indian movie? The 13B. Yeah, yeah. I haven't evil, seen it. <laughs> evil has a new address. Okay. Leaving yeah. it down to me. So 13B, fear has a new address. Um, so I bought this, and I will watch it again. I've watched it twice, because the first time I watched it, there was some weird stuff going on, and I was thinking, this can't be right. I need to watch this again. So basically, it's a story about a Indian family. I think they're Indian. Um, they, as a family, they have a... Like, they all move into a block of flats. There's a big old posh block of flats, um, apartment buildings, I suppose you'd call them. And with you know people that work the lifts and it's, it's it's very nice anyway they all live there there's probably four bedrooms in this big apartment and they got a mortgage to pay over the next 25 years between the two brothers i think that's how it all works they buy a property as a family you know it's brothers and sisters and there's there's at least seven or eight people living at this apartment um when the one of the main character, his the the when he gets in the lift, it never works. Okay, anyone else? If he gets in the lift with anyone else, it will work. If he gets in there on his own, doesn't work. Um. So his family start watching. All the women, all they seem to do is stay at home and watch telly and cook. Right? I don't know if that's a thing in India, but that's all they seem to do. Um. So they're watching this, like. What are they called? Soap operas. Yeah. Mm. But one of the soap opera they, they are watching has a family very similar to their own. Um, and they, they're they watching it and things are happening to this family that ends up happening to them. And it's like their whole house 
it's possessed by some kind of ghost thing, and it is it's fucked, right? <laughs> I was watching it and I was trying to get my head around it. There's things, people nearly dying and them rushing to save them because this guy's worked out that whatever's happened, yeah. So whatever's happened actually happens in real life. There are a couple of scenes where all of a sudden there'd be a three-minute musical thing about in Indian about people wanting to be in a room made of clouds because I'm watching it obviously with subtitles. Um, mm. So very, very uh, Indian film where there's all the singing and dancing mm. and all that stuff on a beach or whatever it's mad dan why um i'm, I'm curious that it's called 13b i'm curious to know what's what happened in 13a that's that yeah. well 13 what right, yeah like 13b um there was a family that lived there right there was a family that lived there originally on i think the plot so maybe 30 years before um, he originally lived there, and let me get my head around this. But there was, they were the first people I think in their street to have a telly, and they invited people round, and they had a son that was disabled, I think, uh, maybe autistic. I'm, I'm not sure, but he didn't like them. Mm. Um, and there was another guy from somewhere who came around with an axe and started killing people at that property right. and killed them all. And the guy who was obviously autistic or he was put in prison um, because they thought he did it and he didn't. And that's what it's all about. And I honestly, I'm not making any sense here because I was struggling to make sense of the whole thing because some of it, I don't know if Indians are all like this, but some of it was in Indian and some of it was in English. Like it was literally being yeah. a minute, and then they'd throw a few English. That that is a in. that is a common thing in in India. I've been there a couple of times actually, and they have I, at least when I was like watching the, in the hotel room, you just like switch on the TV and there'd be like a reality show or whatever. And often they would um, in the language they speak. Um, yeah, between English, but I, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's common like like in general social situations or if that's just for tv or film I'm, I'm i'm not sure but um but yeah that is a common thing it, to be honest i will watch it again and dan's picks are always decent i i know that um but it was it was it was harder work for me to keep up with what everything that was going on and and the family were lovely and the the, the characters were all of them were great um i don't have any issues um yeah and, and as dad said dan saying there's indian the indian music videos in the middle of the story um like on a beach and the couples and even and dan would probably agree the end credits credits are amazing there's like this weird rap song they're playing i can't even remember how it goes but that's great the last few minutes watch it just for that it's, it's mental and and yeah. yeah so thank you dan have a think about your next pick. Um, I wish you guys had watched it because I paid five or six quid for this. The things I do for this podcast, <laughs> honestly, because I couldn't find it anywhere. And it, it, yeah, it was. It I was couldn't like, either. I couldn't either. It was. It was a hard one it. to get old. To get older. 
Um, anyway, does that sound great to you, Jess? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the silence. Her mind's on silent. Uh, yeah. So no, it was it was great. So shall we move on to what we watched this week? What have you been watching? No, seriously, what have you been watching? Right, I've only watched a couple of things. Right, I've been quite busy, so. First one I watched was House from 1986. Um, basically about a guy who inherits a house from his aunt and the house is haunted. He's a writer trying to write his next book about Vietnam, I think. And there's some really weird monsters in it. There's some big fat things. And um, it's a bit it's a bit crazy. I own this film. I think there's like four or five um, films within the series definitely worth a watch um you can just, if listeners won't be able to see it but there's a trailer on our screen at the moment have you seen this larry house there's a few of them uh, it's, a, it's a classic is that the bloke from cheers that, yeah it is. yeah <laughs> i haven't seen this the trailer it's, looks cool though it's, it's amazing it's absolutely amazing i loved it i watched this with my uh my eight-year-old actually, he loved it. Some of the monsters are just batshit. Um, if it I saw back... that, I'd be out. I'd be out of that house quicker than ever. <laughs> if I literally saw that for a window, if I saw that, child, yeah, yeah. Like, there's monsters just basically for for audio listeners, just monsters all over the screen. Mm. Monster, well, monster, oh, only monster comes going out up a midnight. chimney, monster <laughs> through the window. <laughs> but it only comes out at midnight, so then he sets up cameras and has matey round, and oh, it's it's it's, it's great fun. Um, well worth a watch. The others are not like this at all. A bit more humour, but yeah, definitely worth a watch. Um, Is it Home Alone with monsters? It looks like it. It looks bit. like home. Yeah, it, I, I would but say if that. no one's done that premise, dude, it's copyrighted here right now. It looks well, it I... looks sort of like shot and edited like um the um the uh Stephen King's it. Yeah, the, I was gonna say time, I was gonna yeah. say it did it look like that one that we watched not too long ago? Um uh the one with like the, the vampires, is that it? With or Salem's King. Lot. Salem's, Salem's Lot. Yeah, it looks yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, like Salem's like, Lot, yeah. even the house, even the house. Mm. Mm. It is huge, Jen. Um, damn. <laughs> oh, well, no. wait, wait, wait. We got yeah, to explain that. Yeah, yeah, it, for the audio just, listeners. It is huge. <laughs> I'm, I'm working from my uh, my walk-in wardrobe. You can see Jess's wardrobe, <laughs> basically. And Dan's commented, Jess, your new walking closet seems like, huge. That's the only space I have for clothes. <laughs> so Dan's oh. hot pick, which is Wormwood Road. The dead. God, I never I haven't seen that. I Have love you seen it, Larry. Yeah, I'm waiting for the. I'm waiting <laughs> for I got the buy this? sequel. Have I got a buy I'm waiting this, for man? the. I'm waiting for the sequel. The sequel's called like Wernwood right. Road of the Apocalypse. I think it's basically yeah. like an Australian horror film, comedy, okay. zombie horror film. Is this the first one? It's very, it's, very good. Obviously, yeah, it's yeah, this is Road the first one. one. The first one is called Wormwood. Yeah, I, well, Dan can answer this. Dan, I don't think the second one's out yet, is it? It's like called like Road of the Apocalypse, and I believe that it's out this year, or it's out and it's not out in this like in certain countries. But yeah, the first one's great. It's just a load of fun and really good special effects. So, yeah, well, I'll look forward to that. I'll probably end up buying it. Um, 
the other thing I watched, and the only thing was I've been doing a bit of a Stephen King kind of movie thing at the moment. So I've got about ten films of his, which I'm going to try and do one every couple of weeks. Um, but the one I watched last week was A Good Marriage. I think it's 2014 available on Prime. Have you have you seen that? No, I haven't seen it. It's I think it's very good. Um, it's a story of a a lady, a woman, and her husband goes away on a lot of business trips, and one day she's searching through his stuff and finds some well, she's in the garage, so so I'm not looking, she just comes across this little box. She opens the box up, there's a some like ID cards in there, maybe driving licenses. And they are for women that have been murdered recently. Um, so she knows her husband has been killing people for the last God knows how many years and that. And, it, and it's a story about that. And I don't want to give too much away. Um, I'd never seen it. I think I read it a few years ago. Um, and it it's a decent movie. I enjoyed it kept me busy and the other thing i watched was that batman deleted scene i watched today yeah, oh, yeah. it's amazing yeah, that why they cut it from the film My why did they exactly i think too I, dark isn't it i actually thought it's a bit of uh <laughs> i thought they've released it because now it sets up the next one nicely well they don't want to do the joker in the next one matt reeves well, i think says... they need to I really, I just want, I want them to do what I, what I thought was a breath of fresh air about this new Batman was like, I was like, oh, it's a villain that nobody's seen 50 times on the screen. I just, there are so many good Batman villains that can be done. Hush being one of them, which is actually hinted at in the film. And I just don't want them to go, oh, Joker. They could do so many other stories and Joker could be a background. Like I just don't want it to be another I, and I yeah. thought, I thought as much as I enjoyed sort of, it's, it's Barry Keegan. Or Ke- yeah, he's great. He's great. He's great. Yeah, and he's and he's a good. He's please played the villain a couple of times, like in The Green Knight and Killing of a Sacred Deer. But I, I, I found fa- I found that even though he did, he did a good test. job with it. I, I just kept on thinking of Heath Ledger, um, yeah. which I didn't. I didn't think while I was watching like Joaquin Phoenix or even like. <laughs> Um, or even Jared Leto, really. I just thought Jared Leto, even though Jared Leto, you know, people don't, and I didn't really like his performance either, but he he sort of made it his own in a strange way, and so did Hacking Phoenix. Whereas with Barry Keegan, I mean, it might be just because he didn't have that much time. He had like five minutes in which to do it. It, it just seemed very Heath Ledger to me. And I, I didn't really... Very much so, yeah. I, I didn't really like the... Um, the how how they filmed it i guess i i I didn't like the fact that he was out of focus that kind Mm. of annoyed me (laughs) because i was just like i i i didn't really understand why they did that it's sort of like i suppose they're trying to keep him out of focus so that if he does come out in in another film they can introduce him properly in in the film but i was just like he's he's, i was just like the joke is out of focus (laughs) (laughs) i liked it it was good. Yeah, it was a good, well Very shot Heath scene. Very Heath was, I just think they should have either kept it in the film, or they should have had that as like, like not obviously, obviously in that scene they're talking about the. Why Riddler. have they released it, Larry? Um, what, I think, think I think it's because they want to gauge audience reaction to see how they react. I, th- to I think people want the Joker. It. Well, that's the thing. Loads of people are like now writing, like, "Oh my god, deleted scene! How could this be cut?" Oh. So I think they're trying to gauge, like, "Oh, what do people want?" 
from yeah. the sequel. And and I, th- I think people, some people were a bit pissed that that I mean, firstly that the Joker was was like sort of left off at the end of of the Batman film, yeah. but also you didn't see him, and it sort of confirms that that Barry Keegan is actually in the film. Well, Barry, a... yeah, that that end scene that's actually in the the film is not Barry; it, it's his voice. But the actor yeah. who's in the cell is just a actor with, I guess oh. they've got like CGI or just something. Because it was meant to be, there's a clip on YouTube that you can find, I think, for everybody, but it was done by IGN, where Matt Reeves basically talked about the plans that he has for the Joker and what he envisions him to be in this franchise. It's really good. I'd suggest if anyone's interested in the Batman, type in IGN, Matt Reeves, Joker, and there's like a two, three minute clip of Matt Reeves explaining what he wants to do with the Joker. And his plan sounds good. I just don't want them to be like, oh, the second film, just like The Dark Knight. Yeah. We'll have yeah. it like the Joker. And it's like, there are so many good Batman villains. And they proved that really well with doing Riddler, Penguin. You know, just just don't just jump to Joker straight away. That's all I'd say. Just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I've watched this week. Who wants to go next? Ewan? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, Ewan, you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched um, as a Norwegian film that came out recently called uh, The Worst Person in the World, which has been hyped for a while. It's been getting five stars everywhere. Um, it's kind of like a rom-com um, about this uh, woman who's 29, about to turn 30, and she's very unsure about where she's going in life, what she wants to do. So she keeps on flipping between sort of university courses, career paths and hairstyles and, you know, all, all the stuff. And then um, it's basically her, her story via like two boyfriends that she's had. Um, and it's, it's, it's quite a charming film. Uh, it's quite enjoyable. It's quite surreal at times. So there's this whole scene where she's about to break up with her boyfriend um, and because she's essentially fallen in love with someone else and then she considers she's about to break up with him and then beforehand everything sort of time freezes and she suddenly sort of goes into a world where time just sort of has stopped still and it's so so it's quite it's a rom-com but it's sort of like a twist it's a sort of twisty rom-com it's not as good as i was expecting it to be um probably because it was overhyped because everyone was giving it five stars um but it's still it still really works and i I enjoyed it and I thought it was fun and funny and uh, quite realistic because it's quite sort of in some ways uh, in very loose way similar to Tatain in that you're not you're not um, sure where it's going to go and it's sort of um, it's quite a spontaneous narrative as well so you're not sure but yeah so I th- that was a good one um, also <laughs> on Friday uh, the second season of Bridgerton came out <laughs> which I'm not sure if any of you are interested in but um I did no. watch the trail I watched the trailer for the mm-hmm. for it because it always pops up on Netflix but yeah yeah it's <laughs> I, I I it's a guilty pleasure for me I'll, I'll admit it, it, it's 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 a it's an enjoyable um like if you just want something just to like numb your mind that doesn't <laughs> yeah so kev just mimicked a noose going around his neck i don't blame you to be honest i don't blame anyone who hates this series but it's it's so sort of i but here's the interesting thing is that the first season was sort of notorious for having a lot of sex in it um which was kind oh, of like a trap right. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of, it, it kind of like trademarked the series because it's like, oh my God, this period drama has like really sort of like really hard sex. It, it like throughout the whole well, I think episode. People forget that people did have sex in the old days. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I know. No, they didn't. That's a myth. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what, that's what I find interesting about like um, period dramas made now is that I feel like you kind of have to have a bit of sex in it in order to make it interesting. Um, yeah. um, but the interesting thing about the season two of Bridgerton is that there is significantly less sex in it. And I'm not, uh, you know, I don't want to be one of these like, you know, horrible men <laughs> online no saying, where is that? Where is the sex? Where, <laughs> the <laughs> where is the sex? <laughs> but, it, but it's funny because it, it kind of, because the, the sex isn't like, well, it is a bit gratuitous, but it's not like harsh or horrible or anything like that. It's quite, it's quite nice. It's quite nice mm. sex. But it, it's, it's interesting that the second season doesn't really have that much in it. And for, I think for many people, that was the sort of USP of Bridgerton, and that's one of the reasons why it's one of the most watched Netflix shows of all time. Is that it's sort of, it, it kind of like you know twists the usual um, genre of of, um, of uh, the period drama. To be Did fair, think... it does give it does give a whole new name to the Bones Horror Podcast. We, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If you decide to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every um, film rate that. <laughs> yeah, but it's how um... many boners would you give it then? <laughs> well, I, I... <laughs> I've only watched the first three episodes of Bridgerton. I'd probably give it. I'd probably give it a seven, just just because I'm enjoying uh, the it. Old, the older series would have had more. Bonus. <laughs> maybe maybe um but i mean you get a loads of like silly stuff as well like this this whole storyline about a guy whose father just suddenly dies because he's stung by a bee and it's sort of i i'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure back in the 19th century that might have happened a lot but like by today's standards it's kind of it kind of looks a bit silly um didn't that I happen in a film a didn't, didn't that happen in a film oh what's it called and it had the kid from home alone in it and he gets stung by all those bees my girl <laughs> Is it my girl? Yeah, my girl. My girl. It is, or my girl too. One of those yeah. two. And he gets stung okay. by all the bees. But it can't. It can't. I mean, it only reminded me of like the 2006 <laughs> remake of The Wicker Man. You know. Yeah. Another bees. Another bees. Another bees. It's hilarious because the that this character like sees his father like die by a bee sting, and now this is like a flashback. And he's back, and whenever he sees a bee, he just completely freaks out. <laughs> And I get he has like PTSD or whatever, but it's kind of funny just him getting completely, completely <laughs> fucked over by a bee. Um, and also, uh, I watched uh, We Crash, which I talked about at the top of the show, where, where I had to just suddenly watch all of them. Um, I think the first four episodes are on Apple TV Plus now. Um, so it stars Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway. And Leto plays um, the CEO of uh, WeWork, which is like this workspace company um that sort of like it, it, it it's one of these companies that take a very spiritual message so it's like you know this is not just a workspace this is a community this is um a way to feel sort of spiritually enlightened i i, I think um i think one of their taglines like at the time was like we want to elevate the world's consciousness and it's like well you yeah you build offices for people that's that's what you do wow. <laughs> but, yeah yeah but that's but that was the interesting thing was that um this guy who started this company um I mean, you can kind of you kind of like him in some ways. You kind of like his leadership and um, stuff, but then you get into a weird. 
<laughs> Sorry, Dan's <laughs> just commented saying never have sex in the Suzuki Swift. There is absolutely no room to move. I'm <laughs> sure that's true. I'm sure you tried that as well, Dan. I'm sure. That's true. <laughs> I'm just amazed Dan's got a Suzuki Swift. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, but it, it kind of the we crash kind of like goes into this thing where it's like um, it kind of develops into a cult where where Adam Newman again played by Leto is kind of like the leader of this cult and he he then spends loads of money millions on these massive lavish parties for his co-workers who are being paid considerably less and it kind of culminates that and then there's this one episode where they clearly have like they have like title cards of how much they've lost that day the company and it's stuff like one point uh, 1.9 million lost today just today and it's like millions every day just lose so eventually it's sort of um and this you know this isn't a spoiler because it's like you know it's real life where the company just almost goes bankrupt and they have to and they have to fire him but it's a really i thought it was a very interesting series and it, it kind of fits into there's this new kind of genre now in tv especially on netflix where it's like the grifter genre so you see things like the tinder swindler and inventing anna of of people just sort of like you know swindling their way into sort of high society and stuff like that and then this very much fits in that category um it's funny Stuart heritage at the guardian wrote a really funny piece about how like the, the, all these grifter series are coming at the same time and how he's just getting sick of them and how it's just sort of like uh, sort of oversaturated already within the last few weeks but i but i enjoyed this one and i mean it, it the series eventually goes over to Anne Hathaway, who plays as, who plays the guy's wife, who's much more interesting as a character. But then you get Leto, who always throws a lot of himself into every role he does, and I think he was perfect for this role because it's just such a. I don't know, it's such an egotist. And because Jared Leto is also like a rock star anyway, he knows how to sort of command a crowd. And I think that's essential for this character. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Nice. Might watch that. Yeah, so Larry, I didn't watch too much. Um, I watched a film that I can't remember the name of, which I need okay. to try and find. So what's it about? Like, what's it about? Uh, it's I want to say it's called Naked or it's called something naked, and it's about this woman who's pregnant with her child and she. Uh, is at her apartment, and she, basically there is a <laughs> there is a uh, essentially a person trying to steal her baby, and the whole film is about this woman trying to protect her baby, and it's like a cat and mouse game. That's all I'll say. There's way more to it. Uh, gruesome, really good, decent horror. Uh, I would recommend highly. Um, uh, what else? No, so I didn't. This is the thing. I didn't really watch a lot else, but there's stuff I. He's frozen again. He's frozen. I'm looking forward to, which I thought he is. You're back. Moon Knight. Wow. Can I? Can you guys hear me? Oh, yeah. I yeah, don't. I'm just. Is. I'm just going with it. To be fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't watched. I haven't. I haven't watched a lot of stuff, but stuff I'm looking forward to. Moon Knight. Can't wait. It was mentioned by Dan earlier. Looks great. That's next week. Um, really yeah. excited. Although Oscar Isaac's British accent in the trailers, at least everything. I don't know. I need to watch it, but every sentence sounds like it's he, got the same. He's tone. getting everywhere, isn't he? He's just he's yeah. Just... He's in everything. Yeah. God. Um. 
A24 releasing some bangers, it looks like. X, I, yeah, I really I want to see that. that. Uh, Men, yeah. the new trailer Men for Men looks, looks amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to see X yeah. next week. That's not A24, is it? Yeah. 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 X is. Yeah. So I'm going to see that next best, week. Best film. Sorry, best film company. It's just so. They just yeah. want bangers. Bangers yeah. after bangers. Have you seen X yet? No, I haven't. I've been it's told. Been getting uh, mad reviews. Yeah. So I'm going to go cinema next week. Probably Tuesday, I think. Yeah. And then. Um... Well, come with me, Jess. What time? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's on about 20 past seven. The train gets me back at seven. So potentially, mm. yes. That'd be tight. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, that's actually leads me into something ironically. Yeah. I was going to suggest that for Doctor Strange 2, that we try and all see that because that mm. comes out in May. Yeah, yes, potentially. Yeah. And then the Northman as well comes out. I'd like to go and see that in a couple of weeks. Of so us, I think yeah. we double bills, Marvel and horrors. <laughs> um, so that's it. That's about it for me. Like I, I didn't really get to watch a lot of stuff, but there's a lot of stuff I'm looking forward to that I've noted down in my list of what to watch. So, um, okay, Jess, have you? Uh... Yeah. Yes, uh, <laughs> I have watched the new Disney Pixar film turning red oh i really want to see that is is no. that about a fox it's not <laughs> it's is about, it no it's a red it's the girl that turns into a red panda uh when yeah, she but... gets angry or oh, okay. has too many emotions um it's kind of a coming of age kind of thing it talks a lot about um i guess it's kind of to do with like puberty and things but they it's the first time that they've ever mentioned um first time disney's ever mentioned like periods yeah mm. like that is that well, the turning which... red thing mm. well this is, is that what they mean? It's symbolic it's isn't it the... it's... it's a bit weird because i thought that i was like is this just symbolic of periods because like <laughs> they... but then it's also it's not it's actually like she genuinely is turning into a panda and it's this whole oh, okay thing. Mm. um but the first kind of half of the... I, I stopped watching the film uh halfway <laughs> through i was like this is god awful and i can't watch it uh, and then i came <laughs> back again to watch it and was like actually it it does pick up and it does get better mm. um, okay it's just kind of cringy and painful to watch but i think it's because it's it's definitely targeted towards younger girls you know yeah teens um probably enjoyable for them not so much a 25 year old but, you know. <laughs> um, and then I think I feel if I watched it, <laughs> right. yeah, I wouldn't recommend. But right. it's it's you know the second half of it's quite good. Uh, and then the he's having a go at your accent. <laughs> Dan's going on about your accent. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, the Swedish chef. Yeah. Funny, like you say that actually, I started watching. Uh, well, I'm rewatching The Boys season one. Oh, yeah. I just finished, and I'm rewatching season two. So ready for season three because I'm very excited about that. The trailer for that was awesome. Um, so yeah. Have you seen I've... the Batman? Have you seen the Batman yet? Really quickly. No. Oh, you should. It's just learning. Than... Just prepare. Than... Just prepare yourself. It's better than any of that Marvel shit. 
You're being like you're being like Julia Durkin out to her audience, just pointing to shock. <laughs> Honestly, I say that it's true. We'll agree to disagree. Um, yeah, I was gonna say it's just like nod politely. Jess, you've not nod seen politely. it. Honestly, it's different level. Okay, it's different level. Sure, I believe you. Yeah, there's no Ant Man. No, none of that. Yeah, halfway through the film, just ad man. Not multiple dimension bullshit. It's like it's a great film. Isn't isn't DC Maybe though it's... doing that as well? Isn't the Flash film meant to be about multiverse and bring yeah, back probably, the old probably, Batman, Michael Keaton probably. Batman? It's yeah, just because yeah. you're easily confused. That's that's why. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what are we going to do next week? So we, we, we talked. Um, I know Larry said a film that he doesn't know what it is or what it's about. So maybe we <laughs> we choose one. I thought I explained the premise all right. <laughs> well, I've just got to search up a film about someone who's doing Oh, I've something. tried. I've tried um, that. I can't find the title. I've tried. I've typed in anything that I've said. I've typed, like, woman protects baby. It was on Internet Plus, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, French New Wave Horror. I want to say it was French New Wave Horror. New Wave Horror. And I was they like, can't, oh. they can't, they can't be a friend. They can't, they can't <laughs> there, be a there is in my head. Right. There is in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe French extremity. But... Yeah, yeah. But but my point being is, I was trying to search for like the collection of uh, Martyrs, Switchblade Romance, and there's always yeah. the other one that I can't remember. And this was recommended in that, and I had seen it before. <sighs> oh yeah, a while ago. <laughs> I remember Jack shared about it, but yeah, it's great. But... So, so it's I great. Pick one, then, you should watch it. We, just, we don't actually weird. know what it is. Or, or... <laughs> yeah, I wanted to do Velocipasta. If I can find it, <laughs> oh, no. we will do. Vel- I will... If I can find Velocipasta, yeah. we yeah. should definitely do it. Internet they... Plus. Yes, <laughs> Internet Plus. Internet Plus it. Um... Get a subscription. <laughs> Has anyone seen A Quiet Place 2? No. Yeah, it's a good film. No. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all right. It's, it's, I just we'll want them it. to end it now. Yes. You want to do it? Yeah. <laughs> we can do quite a place too, yeah. Back back yeah. in the old days when I was with the other lads, they, they we did a quiet place and they probably hated it. Um why? So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so we've got hey. Dan's just put Jess, Jess's accent Lies. is music to my ears, but Larry, on the other hand, Lies. Is... But aren't, but aren't yeah. you two virtually from the same place? I mean yeah. it's sort of that's what I are. mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's what that what that it should say. It says Jess's accent is music to my ears. Larry's on the other hand, and then maybe oh, like oh, oh. next level. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> Dan, pray. Please don't write something back that's like, nah, you're shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so like next week could be our episode seventy-five. Um, a quiet place too. Yeah, up for that next week, and. Our Dan's hot pick was what was it again? Wormwood Road of the Dead. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's the Bones Horror Pod. We are I'd head, heading towards a thousand followers, and I'd like to get there soon. So uh, get on board. Um, Facebook, you're all wankers, and <laughs> Instagram, you can follow us, Bones Horror Pod. And what else have we got? And if you want to email us or get involved, it's the Bones Horror Pod at gmail.com. Um, Rubicon Films has asked us to have a chat about one of their documentaries. I think um, we did. I think I spoke about the droving before and Helix. 
No, not Alex. Anyway, ignore that. Um, so I will be watching their kind of documentary. You guys have got it. Um, it's about haunted forests. So maybe talk about that next week. So thanks for all listening, and we will see you next week. I'm just going to slow it down a bit so I can find where I am. And uh, thank you very much for listening and watching. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye.